What is happening, guys? Welcome to the Nerd with a Mouth podcast. I'm the host, Nick Justice. Uh, This is the first episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to be doing this. I've been wanting to do this for a very long time. Uh, Essentially, what we're going to be doing on this podcast is going to be me for this first episode, and then hopefully we're going to be getting some guests and my friends that also have vast knowledges of everything nerdy, comics, movie, entertainment, pop culture, all that. It's going to be a blast. I'm so happy to have you listening to the podcast today. Um, For this episode, we're going to be talking... What's going new with Marvel? Disney Plus just came out. It's very exciting. The Mandalorian's coming out on there. Uh, They just released the new Sonic trailer with the new redesign. Uh, DC's making noise with the Crisis on Infinite Earths storyline and crossover going on on the CW and the Arrowverse, and it's going to be a blast to get to. Uh, This first episode, I don't believe, is going to be extremely long because it's just me. Hopefully when we have some guests, it'll be a little longer uh, (laughs) and you won't just have to listen to me talking for a bit. So starting off, we're going to be talking Marvel just because that's my favorite and what I got a lot of knowledge about. Uh, There's been a lot of talk about Angelina Jolie and her costume for the Eternals movie, which I think looks pretty good if it's just concept or if it's actually her in it. Who knows? Can't wait to see the first Eternals actual trailer. Um, That's going to be great. Black Widow movies so far looking really good. I know a lot of people are concerned about it going, why didn't they make this back? Like it's set during the time period between what's going on in Civil War and Infinity War. Like what was Black Widow doing in that time? I have no problem with this. I do understand where people are saying, oh, they should have just made this movie and released it during that point. But instead, they wanted to bring it out after she had made that sacrifice in Endgame to get them the Soul Stone. And I think it's more of like just like an homage and saying goodbye to Scarlett Johansson, giving her her actual own movie, which a lot of people have been asking for for a very long time. As long as introducing the new Black Widow in the movie, because I know you, there's going to be another one. The whole thing with her Russian dance school and assassin training is they were all black. They all had cadence and someone's going to be taking the mantle of Black Widow from her. It should be the actresses from Fighting With My Family, Fighting In My Family. Uh, her name's blanking on me. I'm sorry. I don't know that off the top of my head. I'd need to look that one up again because it's a really... I think difficult to pronounce name, but that's going to be sweet. Taskmaster is going to be in that movie. I'm excited to see Taskmaster on the big screen. Uh, he's one of my favorite all-time Marvel characters, somebody that can analyze somebody's fighting style and what they do and replicate it. I really liked fighting him in the Spider-Man PS4 game that came out. Uh, those little objectives were fantastic. Um, other than that, Marvel and Disney are just making noise with Disney plus as far as I know, uh, that streaming service is nuts. There's movies on there that I didn't even think they'd have on there, TV shows I didn't even think they'd have on there, but it's essentially the entirety of what Disney has made ever. Going back to when I was a kid, the Disney Channel original movies that they were coming out with. Nothing knocking on Descendants or anything that's come out recently. Those movies are great, and I know a lot of people enjoy them. They got a lot more buzz, but I'm thinking, especially with the High School Musical series, I loved those original High School Musicals, and I remember going to see High School Musical 3 in theaters because it was like the first Disney Channel original movie that wasn't animated or anything that got released on the big screen, and it was a really big deal. Uh, they had released the two previous ones on Disney Channel, and then they were releasing this one out on the big screen in movie theaters. It was a huge deal. That movie was awesome. Living in Utah, I got to go to East High. Looks exactly how it looks in the movie. 
it like Disney keeps it that way. It was fantastic. Uh, but Mandalorian, I've yet to see the first episode. Going to be watching it very soon. A lot of my friends have watched it. They said it looks great. I'm excited to see what was going on in the Star Wars universe in between the time of Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. I mean, because that's essentially when this is taking place. Like, it's during the fall of the Empire while the First Order is kind of rising to power and taking back that power vacuum uh, and doing a lot of the things that they did with Supreme Leader Snoke and all of them working together. But you're seeing it from some of the favorite characters of lore, which is the Mandalorians, which really the only ones that we'd known up to this point were Jango and Boba Fett, who... When I first heard about the show, I thought it was going to be Boba Fett, but I like that we're following just a Mandalorian, not necessarily Boba Fett, because I would like, I think, skew some people. We might get a solo situation where people were like, oh, I mean, it's Han Solo, so yeah, but but if you just take it and make it just the Mandalorian, it's just a bounty hunter that is following the same like code and follows under the same bounty hunter people as Boba Fett did with that uh, costume. You're still going to get the people that recognize it, but you're also introducing them to a whole new story and something that they have never seen before. And what's not to love about brand new storylines, introducing new characters, introducing new things. Who knows? Maybe throughout the show, we might meet Boba Fett. I'm not sure if John Favreau, who's directing it, has any ideas for that, but I'd be hundred percent down to see Boba Fett in the Mandalorian TV show. Um, Jumping over to DC and Warner Brothers, uh, if you're not watching The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, uh, Legends of Tomorrow hasn't come out yet, Batwoman, uh, Black Lightning, they're getting ready to culminate all of these shows. Not all of them are getting an episode in it, but mostly all the characters from those shows are going to be showing up in the Crisis on Infinite Earths event crossover that is happening in December and part of January, where we're going to see The Flash, Superman, Tom Welling Superman, Brandon Routh Superman from Superman Returns, Martian, Manhunter. Like, they're bringing so many characters, and there's lots of talk of them bringing in other TV shows. Like we, like, to, like I said, Tom Welling, he's from Smallville. It's a show I'm not sure how many people are familiar with, but he played Clark Clint during high school, and a lot of people love that show. So when they were talking Crisis on Infinite Earths, the big point was they wanted to get Tom Welling into this series, and there was a lot of talk whether or not it was going to happen. And then it just sort of happened that he was... And now a lot of people are thinking that there's going to be an actual even bigger part that he plays or maybe a smaller part where he's only there for a little bit. I'd personally love for him to be there for a bit. And then Brandon Routh, Superman from Superman Returns, essentially a continuation of Christopher Reeves. Yeah, Christopher Reeves, Superman from like the Superman, Superman 2, which... I think would be fantastic. He's going to do great in that. He's also playing the Atom for the final time. He's going to be replaced. Uh, He's leaving the show, which is really sad. I'm more of a Flash fan. I'm excited to see what characters they just pluck out. Like, there's a lot of talk. Like, they were trying to get... um, He played Lex Luthor in Smallville. His name's blanking me at the moment. Sorry. Uh, To come play with the Wally West Flash because he voiced him in Justice League Unlimited and the Justice League animated show. Um, Kevin Conroy's playing Batman in the crossover. Like, I try to talk to people about this crossover and there's not enough people that I know that watch the CW shows. I don't keep up with all of them. I mainly watch Flash and Arrow, but they're doing a lot of crazy stuff with the Monitor. Earth 2 just got destroyed in Arrow. 
there's a lot of craziness going on and then meanwhile on the flash show you know they're talking about how we're going to be able to handle life post-crisis because barry already has seen i don't want to spoil it for anybody that wants to go back and watch it but barry in an episode barry see what's ha- see what happens the monitor tells him what happens and he's trying to prepare his team for that while also dealing with whatever is going on in central city and it's Barry's trying to juggle a lot and the characters just how they handle things is really fantastic but that crossover is going to be great uh dc universe their streaming service i think still going strong i love titans uh, the first season was kind of eh. the second season seems a lot better i love deathstroke love seeing him in there um robert pattinson batman movie they just uh cast colin farrell as penguin and anthony circus as uh, Alfred, which I thought was interesting. I would have assumed those two to be flipped, but I'm excited to see what they're doing, what they play out with it. Uh, lots of people on the fence about Robert Pattinson. Um, aside from Twilight, what I've seen of him, he's been he's a solid actor. He, I feel like he's going to bring some new life to the role, which a lot of people were on the fence with Ben Affleck's Batman, and I think he did a great job with what he was given. He was a more rugged, rough, hitting people in the head with a box Batman that not a lot of people really was like, oh, Batman's shooting people. This is like, we don't know what universe this Batman is in. We don't know what universe the DCEU is in, if it's Earth 1 or if it's Earth 2 or if it's Earth whatever. This Batman could be like a, an amalgamation of the regular Batman and Thomas Wayne Batman where he does use guns. But I will say, ultimately, we've beside from when he was fighting in Justice League, we've never really seen him hold a gun. His car has a gun. He was blowing stuff up, but Bat, he's never been physically wielding a gun except for like I guess the grenade launcher for kryptonite that he was shooting at Superman but that's just it's Superman uh, so that's pretty much what's going on with DC I know Wonder Woman 1984 should be getting a actual trailer soon what I've seen of it the posters and everything look fantastic I love Gal Gadot ready to see her tackle Wonder Woman again I'm really happy that she's staying on I'm really happy that I feel like she's keeping her and Jason Momoa and um Shazam the same just yeah those three have been their most three successful movies the rest of the people are getting I believe rebooted I don't know if they're going to keep Ezra Miller Flash or not I wasn't the biggest fan of Ezra Miller's Flash I mean I enjoyed him uh, but being somebody who watches Grant Gustin's Flash I like that take on it and I feel like Ezra Miller's was just a little a little off there a little different and you know them working on it if they're keeping Ezra Miller I'm excited to see what movie they do I know it's supposed to be a Flashpoint movie who knows what they're doing now because it's been pushed back so far um the Watchmen series on HBO fantastic sorry little mini segue there the the Watchmen series on HBO looks fantastic uh they're I believe they're developing a Green Lantern show for that for HBO which I mean, I feel like they've been putting Green Lantern on the back burner ever since the Ryan Reynolds movie because they were so scared to do another one. The fact that they're doing a TV show, I'm happy for. I'd love to see the Green Lantern in the DCEU. I love Green Lantern, uh, but that's entirely up to Warner Brothers and their studios and how they're feeling, which they haven't really been feeling Green Lantern all that much since that movie. Um, And I loved in an interview for a movie that Ryan Reynolds was doing, him and Taika Waititi are starring in it. They were playing off that they had never worked together when, in fact, they were in... uh, 
Green Lantern together, and that was just really funny. I love to see Taiko Atiti interacting with other people that are also been in comic book movies since he's such a big inspiration for him now with Thor Ragnarok, and he's directing Thor uh, Love and Thunder and Jojo's Rabbit and all that. Taiko Atiti's just a treasure. Everybody needs to appreciate Taiko Atiti for everything that he does. Changing gears, I believe one of the biggest and last things I'll talk about uh, for this first episode, just due to the fact that it is just me and I don't really have people to talk with and play off of, but I feel like this is a big one, is the new Sonic design in the trailer. I absolutely loved the new trailer. I love the new design of Sonic. It was fantastic. I love the fact that Paramount and all of them, they were like, our fans are unhappy. We're going to listen to them and we're going to fix this. Where you don't really see that too much these days, where it's more like, oh, well, they'll come watch it. If, If... Paramount had gotten to the point where they were like, oh, we're not changing anything. They're just, they're going to come watch it anyway. It's Sonic. The movie wouldn't have done well. People wouldn't have gone to see it like they thought they would. There might have been some people that they would have been like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. It's Sonic. I love Sonic. I don't care about the design. I want to see the story of the movie. There would have been so many people put off by the design that that movie would not have done well and it would have suffered from it. But since Paramount listened to the fans, they went back, they redesigned the entire movie, redesigned Sonic added i believe more jim carrey because in this trailer we see a lot more jim carrey which a lot of people said he was going to be the only thing to save this movie i'm so excited to see jim carrey jim carrey phenomenal actor i think he's going to crush dr eggman he's going to take that character and run with it and i just the whole the whole trailer just made me feel a lot better about the movie seeing the redesign how they took away how he was supposed to look more humanoid and they were like he's he's not he's not humanoid he's not supposed to look anatomically correct like that he's not from earth he's from a different planet and they showed green hill zone in it oh green hill zone looked so good i'm so if they don't have at the end of this movie or sometime in the movie where he where knuckles is there or tails i feel like they're gonna miss an opportunity but the the trailer looked great sonic's redesign looked great giving him the gloves the red sneakers the iconic red sneakers uh i think i think my prediction for this movie is uh by the end of it i don't think they're gonna have uh, Jim Carrey in his full Eggman like look until the very end of the movie or like the last bit of the movie uh, because if they do that for the last bit of the movie it'd be fantastic like the last fight and then or if they saved it for the next movie because I guarantee you if this movie does well they're going to make a sequel which I'd be fine if they want to introduce Nails and Tuckles and I uh, <laughs> Nails knuckles and tails in in that in the sequel if they make one 100% okay with that um, you know it, they have so many. They have so many opportunities to do with it, like like they do with Detective Pikachu, where they left it open, where like it was a self-contained story, but they were like, hey, we could do the same thing with different characters or the actual same characters, not necessarily the same story, but more po- more live-action Pokemon movies. I'd be fine with more live-action sonic movies if this one does well which i think it does i don't think there's a reason to believe that the movie wouldn't do well since they went back they redesigned it they tweaked things about what people didn't like about it and they really listened to people so i really hope that a lot more people go and see it it gets the support it deserves and that it makes enough to where they go yeah we can make a second one we can introduce amy knuckles tails shadow they can introduce shadow at some point which i don't even think a lot of people like are like comprehending because i don't see that anywhere clearly this one's just going to be sonic or maybe possibly a hint of knuckles and tails and amy and all them but if they were to make a sequel where we get to the point where it's sonic versus shadow and they're collecting the chaos emeralds like 
there's so much they could do there's so much stuff they could do with the sonic universe and everything and it's so fantastic and it's so it just blows my mind thinking about how amazing this universe could be if like people give it the time of day and the support and the love that it needs to grow and just show that people care and they're excited about it i know from the new trailer on the comments and everything on it there's a lot of people that are really excited that they're really happy that they're listening to the fans they're mocking other companies that don't listen to the fans but paramount went the extra mile went and said yeah we're going to be doing this we're gonna fix it we fixed it we pushed back the release date just so we could fix it and they're still like it doesn't come out till february there's still months and months for them to tweak things and make the rest of the movie better and just add things that they want to add because most of the time with movies you have to go through reshoots and everything this one having a computer generated main character makes it costly but you can do it and if they have to change things again, not drastically, not the whole character design, but if they have to like add scenes in, if they have to rework things, cut scenes, which they obviously are going to do, that just happens in the movie making process, I don't see it hurting the movie. I think it, I see it helping the movie. I really hope on the Blu-ray they have a thing where they're talking about the Sonic redesign and them doing it. I feel like the fans would really love that. I would really love that. All in all, excited for the Sonic movie, excited for what's coming up with... The, the Sega movie universe, if they continue to do that. I'm excited for what's going on in the MCU universe. Um, oh my gosh, something I completely missed and just thought about now. Sorry, jumping back gears over to Marvel and Sony. Into the Spider-Verse 2, coming out in 2022, I think. I think that, I'm pretty sure it's, it's 2022. I'm not going to second guess myself. It's 2022. Um, and how they're going to have like 30 plus different Spider-Man characters and Spidey and Spider-Mans in there. Just a bunch of different ones. They're doing like Captain Universe Spider-Man. Um, they're bringing back Spider-Man Noir, Penny Parker, Spidey Ham, Spider-Gwen, possibly Peter B. Parker. Hopefully they can bring in Tom Holland because I know they were talking about doing that, bringing in Tom Holland's MCU Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse thing where he's animated and it's Tom Holland voicing him and he has like the Stark tech suit or the up or the uh, upgraded advanced suit from Far From Home. I'd love it. Talking about getting Andrew Garfield in there to do his amazing Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire to do his Spider-Man. There's there's just so much I'm excited for in that movie. The first one was phenomenal, Oscar winning, great, fantastic movie. The sequel I believe is going to be even more groundbreaking because they're bringing in so many different spider people that a lot of people have wanted to see in a movie that they haven't like people have been wanting a spider like a live action spider-man noir movie like if, if dc can do like a black label joker thing what's keeping marvel or sony from doing an elseworlds this is spider-man noir doesn't even need to be played by tom holland like they could do that but they're doing it in into the spider-verse 2 gonna be fantastic spider-man 2099's in into the spider-verse 2 like he's actually not just in the post credit scene that's gonna be there's so much so much so much about that movie that i'm just over the moon excited with i cannot wait it's hard attack then and it completely lost my mind like it left my train of thought until i was just thinking about movie universes so the Venom movie, the Venom sequel, Venom and Carnage, poss- Carnage more than likely being in that, the Morbius movie. I'm glad Jared Leto's actually getting more work in comic book movies. I'm sad to see his Joker go. Wasn't the best Joker portrayal. Nobody's saying that because I know a lot of people are like, oh, Jared Leto's Joker was trash. But now they're showing up all this stuff that they had to, that they had wanted for the movie. 
with the Joker that never got to happen, and Jared Leto was really upset that he lost the opportunity to play that character, or at least he thinks he did. I don't know if they've officially said we're not doing any more Jared Leto Joker. Wouldn't be surprised if they did, because a lot of people didn't respond well to this first Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad movie and what they did with it, but I'd be fine seeing Jared Leto's Joker a little bit more. I felt like we didn't get to see his character as much as we did in The Dark Knight, which is where a lot of people make comparisons, or even in Joaquin Phoenix's movie where you see a ton of the Joker. We didn't get to see a ton of that, so a lot of people were just basing their likes and dislikes off of Jared Leto's Joker based on solely his look, um, which a lot of people weren't a big fan of, and the very small scenes we got to see it, and that was, I don't know, it didn't, didn't really gel well with me on that point. Um... I think that's all I got for this episode. I want to thank the people that are tuning in to watch. I've been talking about doing a podcast for a while. I'm excited to get people on with me so we can have even longer episodes where we have great talks about and discussions about all the other stuff nerdy going on in pop culture. Um, I know in the next episode, we'll probably be talking what's happening in the My Hero Academia universe season four, the manga, because I'm also a big anime nerd. want to talk about what's going on there. Uh, and hopefully we'll have people here to discuss it with me. Thanks, everybody, who tuned into the first episode of the Nerd with a Mouth podcast. We will be having more uh, weekly episodes, so expect the next episode next week, sometime between Monday and Friday, whenever I can get it recorded and uploaded. Um, be sure to follow me on Twitter. Uh, blank. It's blank underscore space. No, I don't know if it... I, you know, we'll have it somewhere, or eventually there will be a Twitter link so you can follow on Twitter. Um, be sure to follow here on SoundCloud. I'm trying to get it so it could also be on on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, hopefully that'll be soon. Uh, again, thanks for the people that tuned in for the first episode. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want us to discuss and talk about on the podcast. And yeah, I will see you all in the next episode. Bye.